7.10. Let's talk some football on Radio Sport. Former All-White Sky Sport commentator, Radio Sport regular Harry Nata joins the programme. Morning, H. Morning, Ken. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Look, you just heard there from David Dome, and no doubt you heard what he said yesterday. Do you share his optimism that the club can still fix this major problem that they've got? Well, for for the season, I think you're right in what you say. I think um, you know the way things are looking at the moment. It's it's pretty dark, isn't it? Um, in terms of what they've what they've produced this season, the the issues with uh, with the coach with Dario Vidisic earlier on the season. Um, um, obviously, his father Rado being assistant coach. I mean, there's a number of things that um, that Kalasic has, has come out and sort of questioned players around. Is um, he has he lost the the, the dressing room possibly? Um, you know, I think. Fans, fans, the most important thing, fans and sponsors and people in and around the club will be, you know, I wouldn't, I'd say disappointed is probably an understatement, really. They're probably gutted as the way, at the way the club has, um, have performed this season, both on and off the park. It's, um, you know, it's been, been hard to take as a supporter, I would imagine. Uh, Harry, when this guy first got appointed as coach, I think I did what a lot of people did in New Zealand because I don't really understand many of the names of coaching around the world. I go to Wikipedia and I have a look and I'm like, Man, he's coached at a lot of clubs. Yeah. And when I have a look at someone who's coached at a lot of clubs or worked at a lot of workplaces, they look fantastic when it's experienced. But I think to myself, why can't they hang on to a job? And so the appointment of this guy, surely that must have been taken into consideration, right? Like, how come you only lasted two months at a club? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nada, you, would, you would have thought so, wouldn't you? I think, um, did the club do do their, you know, do the due diligence? I, I would have, so. you know, you, you, you would have thought so. Um Given the the, the the issues they've had in the past with um, uh, with performances, I mean, look, any merit was has, has been fantastic for the club. Yes, it was time for a change. I would think. Um, did they get it right? No, they probably didn't. You know, in, in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing, isn't it? So, I, I suppose, and and if you can take um, what, what David Dunn was saying earlier, they'll, they'll they'll need to be you know extra stringent and robust in terms of how they how do I, they appoint a new coach and whether it's someone locally, whether it's someone from within the A-League, whether it's they, they look overseas, I don't know, but they, they, you know, they need to get it right pretty quick, Smart, because they've only got, obviously, I think um, another year, is it two years on their, on their current licence and then they've got, obviously, those two, three-year blocks after that, which are, um, you know, basically based on, on key metrics that the club needs to meet from the FFA. So, um, yeah, a lot of soul-searching to do, I suppose, and as a player, what you can do is get out in the park and, and and give 100%. And quite frankly, I think players would admit at the moment that they just haven't been good enough, have not been good enough on the park. Well, David Dome said yesterday that there's a lot that the club has done right, including bringing through junior players, and he mentioned Sarpreet Singh. But you look at the National Football Championship, Harry, the ninth of 10 with only four yeah. wins this season. Now. With a team full of young, talented players. It's got to happen now. Have they got the talent to improve well, from, from I, within? I, I, you're just on that. I mean, you know, this is a, a full-time, you know, a full-time club, professional club. And to be propping up the, you know, uh, a purely amateur league um, is, I think, is um, for me. They should be winning the league every season. Absolutely, you know? they should, they should be winning the league. They should be. Um, but you're right. Players like Mike, um, Matt Redenden. Sorry, I always keep referring to his father, which I play <laughs> I play with, Michael Redenden. But yeah, Matt Redenden, um, Saprit Singh. I mean, players like um, uh, Louis Fenton, who we haven't seen this year, but is on the books for next year, obviously. Um, Alex Rufa, um, uh, um, you know, Mike McGarry's son as well, um, James McGarry. I mean, th- th- these are young players that um, that have had big raps going into going into the Phoenix and been sort of the leading light in terms of how we can develop our New Zealand players. 
But um, other than other than Matt Redenden and, and Suffolk Singh, haven't really been given a chance this year. So, and yes, we've been, you know, I think as a coach, and the club needs to have a, a, a really, you know, hard look at, are they here for the development of the game? We're here to obviously get results. And when you bring in players, I would, I would think like Kaladjurovic, in all due respect, you know, players that are 30, 32, 33 plus from Europe, um, to, to get a job done for a season or a season or two is, you know, is probably where they're looking at right now. Um, or do you say, look, we're going to back young New Zealand players because, you know, we, we need to foster, we need to grow our national our national game, the presence within local community football as well. You know, are we going to back our New Zealand, young New Zealand players and give them a shot? And yes, there are going to be times where they're going to be with the national team and all that sort of stuff. But um, I think that's, for me, that's, that's, that's the decision the club has to go. And they have to be prepared you know, for a five, six, seven-year plan where if you're going to recruit these young players and give them a crack, you're going to have to give them a chance. And which we've seen with, with Matt Redenham this, this has been probably one of the leading lights for the Phoenix this season. Harry, I, I just think it's too I think it's too late in the piece for them to go, well, we're going to be, you know, we've got all these neat players who could be something in three or four years. Like, it needs to show something now. Like, like now is the bit where they're in trouble. If you're having a look in the A-League in Australia, you're going, there's those guys that are expensive to fly to. They don't bring a lot of crowd with them. They've just lost their coach. They can't tell us they're going to be good in three or four years. They've got to be good now. But another thing I want to talk to you about is, is so, so Raymond Tribliech, that's one of the names that's thrown around here, right? So he's the coach of Auckland City, and, and you know he's taken them to those world club champs where they went a long way through, and this is all pretty good, and I understand there's coaching badges involved and what have you. But if you're him... Would it really right now, I mean, be honest, if you're him, would you stay at Auckland City or are you going to go, it's more of an honour to coach in the A-League? There's no doubt Ramon's had um, uh, interest from A-League clubs in the past. I think he was pretty close to Brisbane Raw, I think, a couple of years ago. But um, you're right, if you're looking locally, and yes, he was overlooked for the national job. I think he's, you know, if you look around the football community locally, he, he has been the standout performer. Um, both on and off the park, how he how he conducts himself, his methodology around football, the way he wants to play, and yes, he's brought in you know players from Spain, players from Argentina, but he's also grown young talent as well. Um, and it, it's New Zealand has been very proud of the way Auckland City have conducted themselves on the on the international stage, let alone the national stage, where they've been hugely dominant. You know, over the last I mean back to back seasons with Team Wellington, which is great for rivalry um, than the local game, but. Absolutely. If you were, if you were a Montreuilich, would you take on? Um, if you were, you know, if you were sort of the door came knocking from from the Phoenix, would you? I mean, would you would you take in um, take a, a, a job at the Phoenix right now um, with the way the club has uh, has conducted themselves and the way they're performing? Um, do you get the support from the board to actually invest in young New Zealand players or uh, another group of players? Because as a coach, you, you, I think if a Montreuilich comes in, you've got to, He's got to be there for at least three years at least three or four years, you know. You can't go in and inherit a, a team that he has. And yes, there's going to be clean out, but, you know, he's going to have to get support from the board to be able to invest in players to bring to the club because yeah, the players that they have right now, um, I think there's about 13 or 14 that are off contract. So, look, there's going to be some some hard questions need to be asked. Um, and whether he's the man, I, I you know, there's a lot of good stuff happening around New Zealand Football LA Academy are producing um, young players left, right and centre. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of good things happening with youth development within the country. We just need to get the top of the pyramid right, whether that's the national team and where the Phoenix fit in with that as well. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think that's a big part to play. But would you? Would I support Ramon Trebulli? Absolutely, 100%. Thanks as always, Harry. Thank Appreciate much. it. Cheers, guys. No problem.